Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. Well, hello there, and happy Monday night. What's Mother cooking, Schnucks? Hancock, how are you? I am much happier since you purchased the uh, KFC tonight. We had a little KFC for dinner. I got to tell you, I haven't had Kentucky Fried Chicken in years. You know, they don't have... And um, there we were, Michael. You know, they don't have broiled or non-fried chicken. Well, it's Kentucky Fried Chicken. I get this. I mean, what are you expecting? You're expecting a chicken cordon bleu? I thought they might blue? have a, a healthy option, uh, but it, they didn't. Uh, fried chicken is perfectly healthy no, in moderation. There's nothing healthy about the in fried In moderation, part, it is. And you got the little barbecue sauce there. It's very tasty. So uh, what do you think moderation is? You know, a couple, three, four pieces. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. And, right. and so it was delightful. I still have a little of this very tasty coleslaw left over that I'll be munching on during the commercial breaks this evening. So, uh, how about this ice this morning? Oh. So, I woke up. I, I was oh. up about 3.30 this morning. Oh. I went outside. And horrible. I looked out on my little patio, and I didn't think much of it. Then uh. I got back up around 6.30, 7 o'clock. Boy, did I misjudge that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you Did you venture out? Well, I did, and I'll tell you my story, but I want to hear what, what what it was like in the burbs. Well, so, you know, my, my wife, who I love... Uh, very, very much. Uh, but she she likes to sleep in uh, when we don't have the granddaughter to watch. And Mondays is a day that we don't have the granddaughter. Right. And uh, so she's sleeping in. My father-in-law's staying with us quite a bit. So he's sleeping in. So it's me and Gus. And so and what in, time is this? In the morning. It's uh, 6.30. It's time for Gus to... To, to be... Uh, we, we call it to being fully gussied. Gotta so go he's, out and well, eat no, it and it's it's more it than that. Woo-hoo. It's uh, so we got to get the gabapentin pill in the cheese, and then the, I don't know what this other pill is that he's taken, but it goes into his food bowl, and um, in a little half a scoop of you know food, and uh-huh. so you know, crunch, crunch. He eats the food after he gets the cheese. He's very excited about the cheese. Right? Who can blame him? And uh, you? Yeah, you know, crunch, crunch, crunch on the food bowl. And I got to charge his collar. Say what? And he charged the collar. Charge yeah. it. Well, it's got a thing on it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Keeps him in the yard. Well, it, yeah, it keeps him, you know, uh-huh. regulated. Oh, I see. And so uh, I charge the collar. He chunk, chunk, crunch, crunch, crunch. He eats. I put the collar on. It's time to go outside. That's part of being fully gussied okay. in the morning. <laughs> All right. And so I knew it was going to be a little icy out there, so I put on my snowshoes. Now, why do you have to participate I in took, the outside part? I took the, well, you got to take the dog out to walk in the yard. Because you can't put him on the tie-up at 6.30. If he starts barking, the next-door neighbor is not happy. Oh, okay. So, and Gus barks at, anyway. So, we venture out, Michael. Oh, boy. It is. Freezing. No, no. It's not freezing. But but the, the, the asphalt driveway mm-hmm. has become a hockey rink. And as soon as I took the first step, away goes my, my left foot. <laughs> Up in the air, I'm bound. I got the dog in my hand. I got my left foot's up in the air, uh, like a like one of the like one of the Rockefeller Center uh, rockets, right? You know, <laughs> and it comes down, and then the right foot goes, and it's yeah. it's over now. It's going over to the side over here, and I'm <laughs> sledding all over the place. I'm thinking I'm gonna fall. Right. And Gus is looking at me like, man, you're amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, look what you're doing, and I I I mean, I'm skating around that thing. 
And, I mean, I'm slipping. The foot's going left. It's going right. I never fell once. I We navigate across the driveway. We get into the lawn. Crunch, 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 crunch. Gussie does what he needed to do. And so now it's time to come back in. Uh-huh. So I now I'm getting smart to this whole thing. So I let him I let him loose to just go run inside, which, of course, he doesn't do. So I'm navigating the driveway. I had to get Gus in with an extra piece of cheese. And he finally came in, and I I managed to navigate the whole thing. And pretty proud of myself. No broken bones. And then bones. you stayed in until uh, the ice oh, broke. Oh, I, I, yeah, I wasn't going out again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was my experience. How about you? Well, I woke up this morning, like I said, about 6.30. I started to realize, oh, we got ice. And then I started to realize, okay, well, things are going to be shutting down. Well, one of the things that I had to do today, I, I have a fairly new car, but it was time for its service. Ooh. Where I was going to take it in. You have to, to take a, that thing in for service? You got to get its tires rotated. Oh. Just like you would if you were, you know, getting the oil changed. Uh-huh. But you don't have oil in it. So, anyway, I go. Yeah, he's got one of those fancy electric cars. Yeah. So, I was going to take it to this place. So, I immediately called and because I, I was scheduled and... It, all this thing's done on this giant app, you know, that of nationwide course. and of all course. this other stuff. Yeah. So I called and I said, listen, I'm I'm not going to be able to make it. And the guy goes, well, yeah, that's fine. He goes, but uh, you probably aren't going to be able to get in for another 10 days or so. Whoa. I said, well, there ain't nothing I can do about it. And he goes, well, it, um, and I said, I can't imagine your, your, your staff's even there. You know what I mean? So hmm. anyway, I, I, I canceled that. But I had one other meeting today that I had to be at yeah. at lunch. And okay. when I got, a, you know, about 10 o'clock, I kind of probed the the person I was meeting with like, uh, hey, uh, still on for noon? Yep, I'm in the office. Been here since 7 a.m. Oh, I was boy. like, okay. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, so I'm going to go into the office. So I, you know, I not my office, but to their office. Right. So I, I get out there. John, I'm telling you, the Central West End is a sheet of ice. It is a ghost town. There's nothing open. It's completely. Oh, it's horrible out there. And there were a couple of people that were trying to traverse across the street, and they were falling and stuff. Ooh. So I'm hopping out of my car to help them, and then I'm thinking, what am I doing? I'm getting out of an automobile to help somebody who's walking. Uh, this is dangerous as heck if somebody comes around. And so after about 45 minutes. 45 I just... minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what you call. A good Samaritan. No, there he is. He's out there being a Samaritan. Well, the we people were, are falling in front of him. But I was house. falling, He's too. got a meeting to go to, but no. Yeah. He stops the car, yeah. gets out of the car, taking his own life into his yeah. hands on the frozen, ice-covered streets of the Central West End, and he assists a fallen oh, I'm gonna make pedestrian. It, I'm going to make him feel like a real jerk now. There's Because one of the people fallen, I helped was a blind man. A, a fallen blind pedestrian. And he did not fall. Un- he did not fall. The, he didn't. No, he had to go two blocks. I see him almost uh, regularly. Has he got the End. stick and everything? He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a blind man. And so I walked up to him and I said, hey, sir. I said, he goes, man, this is crazy out here. I said, yeah. I said, where are you going? And he told me, you know, and it was about three blocks. And Three I said, blocks? Yeah. I said, listen, I said. It's horrible out here. I said, but my car's right here. Would you want to? He goes, no, I'm not going to get in your car. Not going to get in your car. Well, I, I wouldn't. I, mean, I don't blame him. strange guy. Yeah, get I don't blame car. him. So I, I helped him go up uh, up the street. He walked and, with a guy. Yeah, with me and another gentleman. Uh, several of us came out and were helping. Uh, it was John. I never seen anything like Re- it. It renews your faith in humanity right there. Yeah. Well, I, uh, just when you think everybody in the world is... Heartless and narcissistic. Yeah, but you know where they were heartless? There's a Michael Kelly to but come along. You know along where they were heartless? And walk you to the Kentucky Fried yeah. Chicken. 
Yeah, I helped you tonight. You did. <laughs> hey, but you know where they, they, were, they were heartless? I went by one of my little coffee shop. Yeah. Buddy, those people were in there making coffee. I thought, how about these folks, man? They, well, they, yeah. they answered the bell. That's the job. They were, I get it. They're but, paying you to make coffee. You go make coffee. Yeah, but. It, That's it, America. It, you, there are people who get paid to do other things that were told to stay home. Yeah, but if if you're not, uh, if you got to get, get to work, you get to work. Like, like we've done tonight, Michael. Well, we're here. It would have been easy. I didn't even get to talk to you about the the most incredible thing we saw all day. No, the the uh, the giant um, fire truck down in Arnold, Missouri, that made national news. It's whipping around and making circles and spinning around. Yeah, I hadn't seen that, but you, I guess it went viral. Oh, it's everywhere. Everybody's seen it except for me, but I've now seen it thanks to you. Yeah, and it kind of looked he, like. Uh, Reminded me of Starsky and Hutch. Remember when they right. used to do the spin of the Here's car? my question, though. Uh-huh. If you look at that video, and I know some of you who have been out there watching it know exactly what I'm talking about, that that, that truck whips around pretty quick. Like three I times. I think, are those, aren't those trucks full of some water that they take to the fire? I know they mainly plug in. Yeah, they got water in there. They got yeah, the, they got the hoses on that I think like a substantial amount of water. Yeah. Maybe a fireman will call in and tell us. Yeah. Four three six seven nine hundred. But, um, yeah. All right. We're going to step aside. We're going to come back. Well, We're I, talk to I guess. But I, I did want to point out that at least the video that I saw appeared to show the fire truck after spinning around, correcting itself, and pulling in to the house that was in crisis. I'm which not was sure it was remarkable. the house that was in crisis, but oh. I would play it off like it was the place. Well, yeah. Hey, we're here. I mean, we're it, here. it was like... It, yeah, it, it's it reminded me it of Mr. Magoo. Remember, than it was. remember the Mr. Magoo cartoons? You're probably oh, yeah. too young, uh-huh. but uh, I mean, the guy couldn't see and he couldn't drive. No. Kind of, Mike Georgian calls me Mr. Magoo. Well, yeah, and uh, but he always got to where he was supposed to be. It took a circuitous route, spun around a few times, drove over a few ledges, but he always got to the end of the race, and that's what that fire truck did today in Jefferson County. Congratulations. How I want to know how heavy those fire trucks are. are they, they weigh about uh, three and a half You tons. don't know what you're talking about. No, they weigh He's about John Hancock. Tons. I'm Michael Kelly. It's it late up. night with Hancock and Kelly. Stick around. We're going to go to the... What's trending? What's trending in the King of Pain after this on Camo X. Every time... Every week at this time, we go to the King of Pain. He's Braxton Payne. We talk to him about what's trending in the world. And Braxton, I would imagine the ice was trending in your world this morning. Yes, uh, the, that ice storm was was something. Going out to uh, take out the trash today, uh, took a nice little little slip, and uh, the dog was all over the ice trying to navigate to use the restroom. It was uh, it was quite entertaining. Had you experienced that before? Uh, yeah, so I think. I remember one time when I was in high school is uh, there was a huge ice storm and we had we got caught in like Warrington at like a friend's house and we couldn't leave there for like two days because, you know, all, all those side Ooh, roads were so Warrington. bad that we couldn't go anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What were you guys doing out there? Got to be a book in there. Yeah. Oh, you know, probably book club or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Definitely. That's what we were doing. Uh-huh, what's, mm-hmm. tr- what's trending out there, big boy? Yeah, so I was uh, obviously big. Uh, the big stuff that happened yesterday with some of the football and Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey in the booth, and and that seems to be getting a lot of play. Uh, it's all over my social media. I'm sure it's all over you, you know your guys's as all well. Right. But I, I feel like we're. I mean, I love Taylor Swift. We all know this. I'm a Swifty. I went to her concert. 
Uh, I think Jason Kelsey is, is a, is a fun guy, but I feel like they just got as much camera time last night as, as the players on the field. Okay. But let me ask you guys this, because there's a, I agree. I, there gets a lot of camera time, but the, the, the hatred of everybody seems to be directed at her. No. I, and it's yeah. like, what I mean, what, what is she, she doing besides showing up to watch her boyfriend Exactly. Play, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. was it just me or did he not flash the heart signal with his hands after he caught the touchdown pass? Well, now that would have been him. Uh, yeah, he did do that. He did. And yeah. he was doing it to Tay Tay up there. Yeah, he was doing it to Taylor. And, and, yeah. and so, I mean, clearly. I think the guy digs her. I, they're in love. Well, I think it's all. safe to say Tay Tay and Travi are in love. Huh. And and I think I think we're looking at a, at a wedding sometime in June. I did not know they've given him the name Tay Tay and Travi. Well, that was me. Oh, I mean, I I, but that, that's that's what they call each other, though. You know they do. It's like TMZ. Oh, you hey, think Tay Tay, why don't you come over to my place? And she says, "Well, it's you've only got a six million dollar place. Let's go to my, <laughs> let's go to my place." <laughs> you, you leave pizza wrappers around. Yeah, pizza wrappers yeah. I mean, around. look at his brother running around Travi. with no clothes on out hey, there. Hey, and and you know he got everybody fell in love with him last night. I like him. Uh, he, he that was kind of cool to watch him. Uh, He's retired celebrate. now, right? No, that's what they. I don't think oh. he is retired. Oh, yeah. What you see? I think his. Uh, what I heard is that he's still on his podcast with his brother Travis. Um, that after the Eagles lost, he said, you know, he, he some people had leaked some stuff that he said in the locker room, mm-hmm. but he wasn't quite sure whether or not he was going to retire yet. So I think that's still up in the air. I mean, how, he's had how 13 old is great that? seasons. How old is that guy, Brax? Oh, gosh. I, I I would think in his mid-30s. Yeah. Did you see him with his shirt off last night? I think I he's 36. You have to kind of admire that because well, that's a world-class athlete with a belly, huh? Hey, you know? hey, hey, I thought it was me there for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, anytime yeah. I see these, I love it when you see like a golfer who's overweight and he's winning a tournament. Because I'm like, that is a world class athlete winning a sport. I could be a world class athlete. You are, Michael. But no, but I mean, with yeah. you know, with our physique, we could do it. I know. It. Colin Montgomery. <clears throat> I mean, give me a break. I, I, I know. It. The, what well, else is trending Jason out there, Kelsey? Braxton? Although I, I couldn't get in there and push on them. Big, uh, no, no, it would last for like one play. Yeah. What else is trending out there? Uh, well, I was pretty excited to hear this weekend that uh, Dolly Parton's going to be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Really? Uh, yeah, so I she's, she's going to. That sh- cowboy outfit again. <laughs> Michael, she's like 78 years old. Did you see her in her Dallas Cowboy cheerleader yeah, outfit? Yeah. I mean, she's a little old for me. Uh, she's 70? She's in her 70s. She's I'm looking 70- for a wealthy you know, lady like that to she's spend married. some time with. Oh, she is? Yeah. Hmm. Got her husband, yeah, Mr. And so, Dolly like, Parton, out there. 78? Seventy-eight. Go ahead, Brax. Uh, I was thinking too, like you know. So I'm excited for like the halftime show is going to be Usher this year, and he has you know a wide range of R&B and hip hop hits. He does, um, and he does. But I I was looking through like you know I was, I was reading a story about Usher and and kind of what he's going to plan to do, and reading about old Super Bowl acts. Is there any ones that stick out to you oh. guys as your all-time favorite? Yeah, there's two. two. Okay, the two greatest Super Bowl acts of all time. Number one, Prince. And number two, Michael Jackson. I rest my yep. case. Anybody else want to talk? Well, or... that one was really good. They had the what you call him's out there, huh? Didn't they have the uh, Bruce uh, Springsteen and the Spruce did it? You two did it. I'm the biggest U two fan in the world, but I'm telling you, Prince's uh, halftime and Braxton. Do you remember Prince's halftime? It literally rained in the middle of that halftime, and he was out there strumming that guitar during Purple Rain. You remember? That's so cool. I, you know, I think I don't know if I was. When was this? 
I was um, probably not born. Back in the 80s. Yeah. 80s, yeah. So I wasn't quite born yet, but I have seen that, and I have seen the Michael Jackson one because they were uh, on this news story. I was reading, you could watch some of the old YouTube clips, and definitely two of my favorites. I thought U2 was really good. Um, yeah. I liked, uh, I think Beyonce did it one year. Heck yeah. Um, I like I like when they have like a variety of music. I thought you had that uh, Bruno Miles well. guy that did it. Bruno Mars is good. Snoop Dogg was good. <laughs> Snoop I got to tell it. you, I don't know. I, somebody told me one of the songs that I the, on the clubs with the homies. Right, and that his song. Who would sure. who would Go possibly know? Based on that rendition, who That's would Usher. possibly? I'm know? trying to think of what Usher because we were watching football at Usher. My house, he's and I was he's like, on that does show. Does anybody know Usher's songs? He's on that show, right? Uh, where they turn their chairs around. The Voice. And the voice. Uh, uh, but has he done anything in the last 20 years? I've never heard of. Him. I mean, I've heard of him because he's on that show where they turn their chairs around. But uh, uh, does he have any hit songs, Braxton? Not, not currently. So I, I mean, I, he, he, you know, he produces some songs. So he'll, he'll play some of his old hits. I mean, he had some top, top hits, and they, you know, or yeah, in the late '90s, uh, early 2000s. Huh. So they definitely did that. He'll bring Taylor out with him, if if Kansas City makes it. Maybe Taylor goes out there and sings a song with him. You think? Where Ooh. is the Super Bowl this year? Is Las it Las Vegas, Vegas, baby? Viva! Wow. Yeah, that would be something. Going to Las Vegas? Well, no. Taylor uh, Tay-Tay out there on the stage singing her big hits. Well, I don't think that's going to happen because they've asked her to do this. She's got some big hits, doesn't she? Huh? She's got some big hits. We're done with you. I can't believe you just even asked that question. Well, she has to. She's really popular. (laughs) The whole world is very conscious of Taylor Swift. I'm going to. Next hour, I got some music education for you, Kelly. Hey, Braxton, how's that baby of yours? Baby's good, but I do yeah. have an update from from the weekend yes. uh, that I think is very important. Also, probably the second biggest thing in sports uh, that came out of St. Louis, the Fontbonne men's alumni team beat the uh, regular Fontbonne team Whoa. in five sets on Friday night, and I think that was you know pretty big news. I'm surprised it wasn't on the front page. Doesn't of the paper. Uh, doesn't speak well for the current roster. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> well. Number one, congratulations to those there. old men out there beating up on them kids. Uh, and number two, you better get over there and uh, if you're a coach of that school and get on those <laughs> kids because they can't be lo- losing old men. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, that's oh, like what? that's like uh, Kamala Harris playing one on one with Joe Biden and losing. <laughs> that's a visual well, I'll never get out of. Well, I'm I'm thinking that uh, you know after that it's a little wake up call for the rest of the season. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So there you go. I think the kids. The kids will be running tonight. They're actually practice right now. Use so. it for motivation out there, Coach Braxton exactly. Payne. And he is uh, <laughs> he is our great contributor here on Hancock and Kelly with what's trending as he is every Monday when we're here, he's here, and we love him. Braxton Payne, thank you so much. Have yourself Thanks, a good guys. week. Guess who's up next, John Hancock? Who's that? The NFL Insider. Oh, yes. Big news in the NFL yesterday and Saturday, and we'll catch up with our insider after this on Game OX. Fourth down and nine for the Buffalo. Placement down. Bass's kick is up, and the kick is no good. A little prophecy. Tyler Bass has struggled, and he just misses the kick. The Guardians of the Gridiron met on a cold field in Buffalo, New York, and the kick to tie the game as time was running out sailed wide to the right. It's the National Football League. 
And we have our NFL insider from Chicago, Illinois, John Hancock, with us this evening. John, that was something yesterday. That was. Let me tell you something. My biggest takeaway uh, from that game is they were panning, uh, you know, Buffalo Stadium and uh, OJ Simpson. I saw that name in the Raptors, and I, I can't believe they haven't taken that one off. But are, are you Sid, serious? His name's still in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, his name's on the Ring of Honor. I guess. I guess he he was acquitted technically. So you know, but he, he, sure enough, he was up there. That's the biggest <laughs> takeaway. We don't yeah. need to talk about you know, what I said would or would not happen in that game. OJ Simpson's still up there. <laughs> wow. Well, he was acquitted for that, but he was convicted of stealing the memorabilia, as I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. that was something. Yeah. Was that before you were alive? By the way. I believe actually I, I was alive, but uh, in my like a few months old. Yeah. Still pooping in his pants back when uh, OJ was acquitted. <laughs> I remember it well. All right, let's talk through the games. Uh, let's start with Saturday. I thought the Saturday games were kind of a bust. Now I have to confess, I didn't uh, stay up for the last four minutes of the 49ers game. I fell asleep. But the Texans Ravens game, any surprises there to you, Mr. Insider? Yeah, well, I, I strongly disagree. I thought the Packers-Niners game was a phenomenal game. Brock Purdy finally led a game-winning drive. That's what people said he was incapable of doing this story. whole year. wasn't a great game by Mr. Purdy at all by any stretch, but he did have that game-winning drive. Christian McCaffrey put on a great performance. And on the other side, the Ravens absolutely rolled. C.J. Stroud crashed back down to earth. Lamar Jackson had a, you know did what he had to do to win, had a great game on the ground, certainly, and that defense stifled the Texans. Yeah. Then we switch to the Sunday games. Uh, before we start to talk about what you think of these matchups, I thought we'd re uh, reconsider. Exactly. Relive what we yeah, all relive. just experienced. How about yeah, of course. the fraud, Baker Mayfield? Uh, he, he put up a fight there in Detroit for a while, but uh, isn't everybody rooting for the lovable losers? Absolutely. And look, with Baker Mayfield, that game was a microcosm of who he is as a man and as a quarterback. Impressive stats if you watch the game, and a lot of people had – he had a lot of people believing. Everyone was on the Baker train. He might actually do it. He might actually do it. And just when it comes down to it, when push comes to shove, he reminds you who he is, an interception to end the game. He got sloppy over the middle. The one mistake you can't make as a quarterback, and I and other people who know ball were vindicated in Baker Mayfield, revealing himself yet again as a fraud. Well – I, I don't know that I could have said it any better than <laughs> like, myself. That was uh, that was something. You gotta love a guy who can pat himself. Now, hey, on the, the Lions are for so real. Eloquently. Do you agree the Lions are for real? I, I, I hope so. You know, personally, I think they're going to get waxed next weekend. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But uh, it's nothing short of impressive what Dan Campbell has done with that team. I mean, he had a rough start his first two years, and he almost got him in the playoffs last year. Has them in the NFC Championship game for the first time in a long, long time. The first time they've won a playoff game and. In my life, the Detroit until this past couple of weeks, the Detroit Lions had won less playoff games than OJ had gotten away with allegedly. Uh, you know, <laughs> allegedly. So, uh, before we uh, preview next week, uh, your synopsis of the Chiefs Bills game, uh, probably the best game of the playoffs that we've had uh, throughout this entire playoff. Yeah, yeah, and look, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. What, what can you say? I mean, they're they they've done it again. And Josh Allen, it's time to have a discussion about Josh Allen. Uh, do, you, do you all recall a gentleman by the name of Philip Rivers with the, at the time, San Diego Chargers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he uh, they had a great four-year stretch where they made one AFC Championship game, as the Bills have done lately in the past four years, and never did anything after that. And that's a cautionary tale 
to Mr. Allen. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens look like they're a force. Patrick Mahomes is looking to be the Brady of the AFC this era. And Joe Burrow has done what Josh Allen hasn't been able to do in three tries, and that is knock off Patrick Mahomes. So there you have it. Now let's uh, peek over the horizon here. and We've got a couple of games coming up next weekend, and we're going to see those Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Baltimore Ravens. How do you How do you see it? So, like everyone knows, I, I'm no Chiefs fan. But when I look at this game, as I say, I call balls and strikes. <laughs> the unbiased observer. The oracle, if you will. And it is the Kansas City Chiefs. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. The big red tomato is going to rain hell down on the Baltimore Ravens. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Isaiah Pacheco, the running back who doesn't know how to quit. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. It's Chris Jones. Miko Hardman couldn't give away the game last week. It's the Chiefs. Lock it in a 0% chance. A 0% chance the Baltimore Ravens win this game. Wow. Well, that's a, wow. Well, that was a strong now, prediction. Now, the Ravens are a three. I know. I feel like I've been watching a wrestling match. <laughs> the uh, Ravens are a three and a half point favorite, though. Throw it out. Throw it out. If you bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, you don't know what you're doing. Take it on the money line, huh? Take it on the money line. You know what? Kansas City minus nine and a half alternate spread. It's the Chiefs. No doubt about it. You're a fool if you think otherwise. Wow. Whoa, that's that's bold. And of course, uh, gambling wagers are a risky proposition. We point out to all of our listeners out there. <clears throat> Let's uh, shift over to the National Football Conference where uh, we've got the Detroit Lions. Uh, they're going to come face to face against the San Francisco 49ers. What's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I, I want the Lions to win. They're America's team. Jared Goff. How can you not root for the guy who was cast away by the Rams, came back to relevance, and actually turning into a pretty good quarterback, arguably a top-10 quarterback? That's a fun team, an exciting team, a team that's been starved for success. And on the other side, you got the 49ers who seem to be there just about every year lately. you got Kyle Shanahan, who many say maybe nepotism. I'm just throwing that out there. And then you got Brock Purdy, a quarterback who's a great story, a Cinderella story, and proves to be divisive, and Christian McCaffrey in a rolling offense. I think the Niners take this one. I think they likely cover. I think they likely cover as well. And I think it's the 49ers. I'm rooting for the Lions and I'm rooting for the Ravens. But I think we're going to have a rematch of the Super Bowl a few years ago with the Chiefs and the 49ers. But this time, the 49ers have Brock Purdy, who I do believe is less prone to mistakes than Jimmy Garoppolo, who at the time lost that game, choked that game away to a very young and untested Patrick Mahomes. So I know we're a little premature, but uh, could one deduce from those comments that you think the 49ers are going to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58? Well, look, look, I, I, it's one week at a time. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We got to tease that. Got to tease that. I don't, I don't want the, the viewers, the listeners, knowing what they're going to get. All right. Let's uh, preview who you think the uh, NFL MVP will be. Did Lamar Jackson solidify it in this uh playoff run we've had here yeah yeah so it's it's they stopped the voting after the regular season performance but i think he ran away with it at the end of the year there was a lot of talk about brock purdy then he laid an egg against the ravens there was a lot of talk about Dak prescott and then he kind of you know stumbled down the stretch patrick mahomes early on got some got some talk then josh allen came on late and christian mccaffrey i think is the only other person you could give it to you could argue mccaffrey probably should win this award, maybe even Tyreek Hill, but it's become a quarterback award in recent years. And I think, you know, Lamar Jackson did what he had to do, made the, you know, made the 
least amount of mistakes out of the real contenders at the and, quarterback position. Uh, that, I, I completely agree with you. What about Justin Love, man? He uh, Could this guy be the third in a long series of great quarterbacks in a row for uh, the Green Bay Packers? He could be. I mean, he had a great game. And uh, you, you guys always – both of you always call him Justin Love. It's Jordan Love. We want, want to give him his, his proper respect. But he – well, Certainly could be. I mean, he... If you know him as well as we do, you call him Justin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called him down at Utah State or wherever he went. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, he, he he looks good. I know the people here in Chicago are upset about it. They think, how can they keep doing this? The Packers get away with it every time. Farm goes down, bang, there's Aaron Rodgers. Now you got Love, who certainly looks like he's more than capable. Speaking of Justin, how about Justin Fields, your quarterback for the Chicago Bears? Is he back next year? Yeah, so- a lot of people here think that they are taking Caleb Williams with the number one pick, the quarterback out of USC. Personally, personally, I think you run it back with Fields one more year, but I, I think they've had they've had enough of him, and they're going to roll the dice. What's, on the, what's the name Caleb of that? Williams. What's the silly name of that coach there in Chicago? Eberflus. Yeah, Eberflus. I I don't think Eberflus knows what he's doing. Uh, no, I can't. I cannot believe he, he kept his job. I mean, you had you know Vrabel with the Titans get fired. Obviously, the Patriots let Belichick go. And meanwhile, all Eberflus keeps chugging along here in the Windy City. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like something you need to take medication for. I yeah, got a bad case of Eberflus yeah. over here. Yeah, ask your doctor if Eberflus is right for you. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think Travis Kelsey has a commercial about the cure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, so there's a lot of big-name coaches on the market this offseason, more than we've seen in my memory in recent years. Where does the coaching uh, cakewalk dance end up? Who ends up where? Yeah, it's a lot of talk about Bill Belichick to the Atlanta Falcons, which I think that makes sense in a lot of ways. I mean, they don't have a quarterback, which was his big issue in New England, but they have a great defense. They're in a weak division, especially if the Buccaneers bring Baker Mayfield back and overpay for him. That's a very winnable division. I think he ends up in Atlanta, and he's going to – I think he's, what, 15 wins away from breaking Shula's all-time wins record. That's right. The Falcons play the Patriots in two seasons from now, and how great would it be if that ends up being the game where he he uh, breaks the record? That would be something else. And what about uh, what about Jim Harbaugh? Is he gonna dip his toe back into the NFL? Yeah, so he's been a lot of talk about that. He's been interviewing, and he kind of accomplished what he set out to do. And um, in college with the University of Michigan, he's you know picking up steam with the Chargers. Uh, he's having his second meeting with them, and that that would be that'd be fun seeing Justin Herbert with a competent coach, uh, and getting him getting him out west. He could be, it, it could be a good match. It could be a good match there in L.A. Mike Tomlin, he's staying in Pittsburgh. You think? Yeah, I think he is, and I mean they're he's he's they're in a tough spot. I mean he's a he's a great coach. Um, you know he hasn't had the best rosters, but. He finds a way to get them to the playoffs, but they're almost kind of in purgatory where, I mean, what good is it if you get there and then don't do anything? You're not giving yourself the draft capital to really rebuild and reflush that roster. Uh, but I think he's there for one more year, and then who knows? How, maybe how, how can you be upset with a guy who takes you to the playoffs? I mean, well, he hasn't won a divisional round in well, nine years. Yeah, but you're going to the playoffs. I mean, I'll remind you, the Cardinals fired a guy who took us to the playoffs. And- <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, the flip side of that, you know, the Bengals had that with uh, Marvin Lewis where they were having the same thing. He'd get you eight and eight, uh, nine and seven, get you in the playoffs, couldn't win, and then – Zach Taylor, well, it actually, that guy, I take it back. That goes to show you it's all about the quarterback, and the Steelers haven't had a quarterback since, you know, Big Ben, and even the last few years of his career, he was rough. Um, you know, if Kenny Pickett's not the guy. If 
they're unable to make any noise once they get a quarterback. If they find a quarterback, then I think it's time to move on. There's Big Ben. There's another one of them guys that's a world class athlete that looks like us. You know, he doesn't. Well, he like doesn't he's... look like me. Well, I mean, he you know. may look like I'll, you. I'll... Also a world-class scumbag. Yeah, yeah well. complete, complete scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Good point. All right, Although folks. that's kind of par for the course in the NFL at times, it, isn't it? Yeah, especially the AFC North. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bad actors out there. Okay, so folks, if you're keeping score at home, our NFL insider, John Hancock, has predicted that Super Bowl 58 will be a contest on the gridiron between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, and he has predicted that the Kansas City Chiefs Oh, no, he is not. He has predicted that the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers. will be the Super Bowl I, champions I, 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 of the world. The record, I have not made any such prediction oh. for that game. Oh, all right. Well, never mind. All right, before I let you go, big news out of Cardinal Nation this week. Is this, is this Matty Carp coming the home? signing of Matt Carpenter. How yeah, do you, how about that? How yeah, do you see I it? I mean, this is just, I mean, what, it's just like we're a nostalgia retirement home. I mean, I'm happy for the guy. <laughs> I, look, I, I'm happy for the guy, but if... Arenado and Goldschmidt aren't your veteran clubhouse leaders. Trade them. Trade them. <laughs> I can tell you what. Well, man, there you have it, he folks. He pulls no punches. John Hancock pulls no punches, and he's in Chicago where it's windy and cold, and we're here in St. Louis where it's icy and cold. John, thanks for your insight this week. We'll talk to you next week, see how you did. And when we come back, Michael Kelly is making up stories about the Wheel of Fortune. I'm not. That's next on KMOX. Okay, so this is the modern-day Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it's the same Wheel of Fortune. But it used to open like this, okay? It would go... You told me this the other day. There's no way this is true. Let me tell you the story. I've heard it already. It used to open like this. It would go, look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes. Fabulous prizes. All waiting to be won on... And everybody would go, Wheel of Fortune! And this is the part where you and I got into a disagreement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune, you used to win money. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So say you won five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Then Spend you the would wheel? shop. You would shop right there after winning no. the puzzle. No. And you would hey, yeah, John, I'm telling you the truth. And you would be like, I'll take the washer dryer set. Pat, who wants to buy a washer dryer? I'll take the new. You're on. You're in Hollywood, California, and and you've got five thousand dollars, and you're not buying a washer and dryer. Oh, the treadmill made by MSK Industries. MSK. Not buying a treadmill. It's ridiculous. That's what they used to do. No, that's not what they did. Uh, The show would never have made it if they were about buying washers and dryers with their winnings. Exactly what they used to do on. Wheel of Fortune. Four three six seven nine hundred. One eight hundred. I don't think we have that anymore. Oh. Four th- oh, we do. One eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. Any four, number you want to call. I am. I'm right telling about this. you, you're not right I about. I know this. there is a Wheel of Fortune people out there. You've seen these. You can remember the old days. People have dreams sometimes. They used at night. to buy things like they were shopping. They wake up in the morning, and they swear that what they just dreamed has actually happened, and um, and and, and they and then they go through life believing. What they saw in this dream. And this is clearly what's happened to you, Michael. They, people were not buying washers and dryers on the Wheel of Fortune. That's back exactly in the day. what they were doing. So, what, what you would do is you'd win, because it even started with look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes, all waiting to be won on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, I would have remembered that. No. I mean, I was a. John, how can avid you be older than me, but you don't remember connoisseur. that? Connoisseur. Was Wheel of Fortune be... always Pat Sajak? No, and it was Chuck Woolery back in the day. 
What Chuck Woolery. What about Vanna White? She's been there forever. Uh, I mean, maybe probably not forever, ever. Yeah. But but Chuck Woolery was a host. All right, who do we have on the phone here? Jerry, you're on KMOX. Hold on. Hey, Jerry. I, I remember buying prizes. The winners would buy prizes with the money that they won. Huh. Um, and Chuck Woolery would uh, Chuck walk Woolery. them through it all and but probably Pat, stuff they didn't want. But I think did Pat Sajak it. did that stuff too, Jerry. He may have. Um, I know Chuck did for, I don't know how many years Chuck was on there. Did, well, did Chuck how long is it done? have Vanna with him? I don't remember. I assume, I, I don't remember anybody but Vanna. I don't either. So what you're telling me, Jerry, if Chuck I'm Willard. to believe this, is that Michael Kelly is correct about something. Yes. He's very correct. <sighs> yes. Well, there's something Now, but let me see. tell you, I brought this up at my football games with people, and we were divided half and half. The people who said it didn't happen felt just the way that you did. They were like, there's no way they there's used no to way. do that. I don't remember it. I would remember it. And other people were like, you're an idiot. I remember it. He's right. Blah, blah, blah. Like Jerry said. I'm sure you could YouTube it. Thanks, Jerry. All right, Jerry. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. All right, see you. All right, who else is waiting to tell me something? Well, it's John. John from O'Fallon. Punch him in there. We want to talk to John. Hello, John. Yeah, there's no way that happened. Like, I'm 65 years old. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, they didn't. All right, okay, there you have it. We have a divided house. Uh, and a house divided against itself cannot stand. John, thank you very much for your call. And for yep. so this is still a controversy, Michael. We well, have not settled. We have not well, we got about out of time here. Oh, we who can't do we gotta talk to? Well we we gotta talk well, we got Maria Kina. Maybe Maria Kina uh will be able to settle this once and for all for us when we get well, back she's a news from woman, the news. So well, she would only report the She's the gonna truth. know the news. She would report uh, the also truth. next hour I got some music appreciation that uh I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock your world, Michael. Oh, with well, that's some what she said. some of the great classic pieces of music from my day. Really, my day. Are we gonna get some yes here? No, or no. Get some, even better older than, than that? that. No, better. Than better that. than yes. I mean, we've got some stuff coming your way. But before we get to all of that, we need to step aside for just a few moments. Uh, we pay some bills around here. It's important. It's important because. When you make the kind of money you and I do, Michael, well, it's uh, you got to sell advertising. Yeah, there's no uh, doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt. And then uh, Maria Keena is going to bring you the news. We got the news from CBS as well. And then Maria is going to step in here and join us for a segment. We'll solve the wheel of fortune problem and talk to all of you after this on KMOX.